Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie LaFevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. And I'm Lindsay. And we are back for the second installment of season 16, Beauty and the Beast. I would like to say that for everybody that saw the season 16 graphics that commented season 16, that there were some unfortunate outtakes of that graphic when we tried (laughs) to play with the language of 16 in that. When you put sex and teen in graphics in bold, it looks like everything that we do not stand for in terms of <laughs> underage sex. So when I was making the graphics and I showed Marco, he said, uh, I don't think that's what you want to stand for. And I said, wait, what if I make it clear that it's not about teen sex by adding large 16s around it? And he said, <laughs> that just confirms the teen sex part. So... <laughs> Joke is totally there. Sounds better than it looks. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was so funny. Well, I guess technically in the UK, that works. But in the US, uh, 16 don't fly. And also, like, season 16. But then any way you write out 16, it's sex and the word teen. It has just become one of those dangerous puns that can be split into two words and that are troublesome. I do not want any dyslexic police coming for us. <laughs> Oh, I don't God, want I any. I don't want any cop that doesn't know how to read mixing up those letters knocking on my door. This is going to be a, like a PizzaGate situation. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, I think we solved it by just not spelling it out. But we are so excited that it's season sixteen. You know, we need a name for. You know, we always make up very dumb ship names, but we need a name for Beauty and the Beast and Harry Potter. Mm. You know, these series because it's technically not. I mean, it's. It's the story of beating the beast, but it's the characters of Harry Potter. Harry Potts. Oh, oh that is good. Cute. <laughs> oh, thank you. Done. Oh, thank you. Done. <laughs> Done. Oh, you mean this perfect wordplay that I'm just pulling off the top of my head? Oh, what could it be? What could it be? <laughs> or just Harry Beast, I guess. <laughs> Harry Beast. That's even better. That's kind of better, right? Yeah, Harry Beast. Harry Beast. That's it. Oh, you ship uh, Drury. Actually, you ship Harry Beast, which is my. <laughs> It's actually a kind of a curated combination of Harry Potter and <laughs> and Beauty and Beast. Uh, even though in this story Harry is the Beast, but so it sort of works, and so you know, yeah. like, Dreary Beast. But I like Harry Beast. I also my other favorite one is Moulin Rouge, which is um, Mushu from Moulin and uh, Nicole Kidman from Moulin Rouge, <laughs> and that's my other favorite uh, story ship. <laughs> It's Mushu from Mulan and um, Rouge Lipstick from Sephora. <laughs> That's, I love Mulan Rouge is, well, my I mean, fiction. perfect pair. Wow, those, I would, I would love to hear the mashups of those two soundtracks. We could oh, call it, that could be like fix ships, like, or fandom, yeah. you know, fandom ships. Like, what are the two yeah. that you combine the most? 
I, I'm I am positive funny. there is a word for that. I'm not inventing that. Certainly. Poor man ships. Poor man ships. So like a poor man toe wordplay. Oh, portmanteau. I see. Shipmanteau. I thought you were saying a poor man's. What's a like poor, a poor man's, man's toe? <laughs> That's how it What's a poor man's toe? And I was like. <laughs> So anyway, I think we just have a few announcements and then I want to get into this story because I'm very curious. I'm so curious how, and Allie, you brought this up, how, you know, one for one the plot's going to go. Certainly there's going to be deviations and surprises. I'm excited. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And we've already had, I think, a lot of surprises in terms of characters that have appeared. But yeah, I wonder how closely they're going to stick to the actual plot of Beauty and the Beast. I feel like they have to switch it up because- Plot surprises, yeah. Because when you bring in all these like- wacky wizards. I imagine that, you know, chaos will ensue. So, well, before we get into the blowdown, a couple quick fun things to announce. So I think the first one is just to reiterate that our live show, our Valendong show is coming up on Thursday, February 11th. And if you are a dong, a black cloth level dong, which is our $10 level, you get automatic access to not only our Patreon with all of our past show content, quickie content, cockword puzzles, et cetera, you get access to the Val and Dong's live show. And any future shows. And any future any shows. Other, any yep. live readings, yeah. Yep, yep. And so that is where we're going to host the live event. So make sure you join there. It's just on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fangasm. And yeah. When we were thinking about how to do this, we were thinking like, oh, should we sell, should we do tickets? Like, how you know, what's the deal? And um, this is the best of both worlds because for the price of a ticket, you also get a month of entertainment. So it's like the Olympics, yeah. you know, because that lasts almost a month. Yeah, it's a month-long event. That's kicked off by you know by joining, <laughs> you get access to hundreds of quickies. Mm-hmm. All our past live shows are on there. Yep. Cockroach puzzles, horny scopes. There's all sorts of weird stuff in there. Secret handshakes. Oh my gosh, yes, that we do all the time. The secret dong shake, and we also have a ton of behind our behinds, which was yep. when we were recording in studio. Photos of our butts, which is just <laughs> butthole pics. <laughs> But we uh, would always hop on and do a little bit of a live Q&A, hanging out with everyone before we would kick off the season. So there are hours of that. So if you can't get enough of And us, all the future ones. And all the future all the, ones. Like the yes. whole month that you, if you only, you know, stay on for a month, we hope you stay on for longer. But if you only stay on for a month, you'll get a couple more of this season, us doing butthole picks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want we don't want that confusion. I would like to clarify, but picks is so cute, but butthole picks is like takes it to another level. I know it's so aggressive. That's why she called it that, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, so just to you know, in terms of what's gonna happen at the Valendong's live show, uh, it's gonna be a similar format to previous live shows in the sense that we read ridiculous, outrageous clips from stories. We have a really fun story in the hopper that we're gonna read. Um, we're still deciding between a, a few different fandoms, but the goal is to pick a story that's as wild and wacky as possible. And there's just other fun games. I believe we're doing a Valentine's-themed cocktail list and a bunch of other little fun surprises. So it'll be a delight. It'll be great. So if you've never been able to fly to Chicago, don't worry about it because now you don't have to because you can't. (laughs) Did you guys just get a ton of snow? Right. Oh, yeah. It's bonkers out right now. It's actually really – the snow is beautiful. I really, really do miss the snow. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, And then the other thing – so that was uh, the Big Daddy announcement. And then the other thing is that we got a few new reviews on our iTunes. And I won't read all of them, but I'll just read one. It is – first of all, it's so helpful when you guys actually do review because that's what keeps us top of the charts. That's what makes us searchable by folks. It's how we keep it up. When you keep it up, we keep it up. (laughs) 
So we are so appreciative of all the reviews and the five-star ratings that come through. You guys are awesome. I think we have almost a perfect rating, so please don't break our streak. (laughs) But I'll just read one that came in, and the title is called Sex Hex. And it said, I've been listening to this podcast for over a year, the only pod I've ever listened to multiple times, and I still can't get enough. The three sexy hosts make you feel like their new best friend. I can't listen to a single episode without laughing, singing along, and getting my wand higher than the astronomy tower. Whether you are a fanfic veteran or a fanfic virgin, this is exactly what you need in your life. Rated H for horny, hilarious, and hands down hot. I love the alliteration. Thank you, Lolly9XX. That was awesome. That is so great. What a, a great new rating. Yes. I'll take it. We're at 930, which is dangerously close to 1,000. And like, I think we should probably do something when we hit 1,000. Of course. Not to burst your bubble, Danny, but we actually, that only shows the United States numbers. We're actually past that. Oh, globally. Really? Yeah. yeah. What are we at globally? Globally, we're at uh, 1,293. Oh my God. It is uh-huh. a big world. Yes. What about intergalactically? <laughs> Galactically, <laughs> I, I don't even think we can count that high. <laughs> Danny, I take it you still have all those balloons with all the zeros from all the times we would get to different places. I'm sure you have them somewhere in your house. I know I do, and that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking for an excuse to use them. <laughs> for the next time I know somebody that turns a thousand. <laughs> Let me know if you have a four and a zero for Matt's birthday. Somewhere. Do we want to do a blowdown? Let's do a blowdown. All right. To my knowledge. We've got Draco, who comes from a family who used to be wealthy, but they lost their money when a ship went down. His mother is sick. He goes into town. We met a couple, you know, side characters, but the plot really focuses around his dad going to what he thought was his recovered ship, so all of his recovered fortune, but it was not, in fact, and he got lost on the way home and ended up at a big castle where, as legend has it, a prince used to live but he has been under a curse. Then it's all like, you know, the town's like, yeah, yeah, we don't, we'll, you know, it's a folklore. But Draco's father, who is Lucius, right? He goes by his name. Lucius, yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Lucius is about to find out just what's in that castle. Yep. I think he was just accosted by whatever is hiding in that castle. Yeah, he saw the food. Yeah. <laughs> a horny beast. Let's bang the beast. <laughs> 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 no one was around to hear the scream. Yeah, all the townspeople have are holding like dildos, dildos and flashlights <laughs> instead of torches. <laughs> you know, somebody's got a whip and it's like, hey, no, no, we yeah. weren't doing that. It's like, well, that's what I'm into. It's like, okay, 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 whatever. You do you. It's just sort of like a parade. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm really excited. I am too. This is great. Everyone, get your sex toys. We're going to go bang the beast. <laughs> Let's do it. Draco was very, very worried. It had been two days since his father had been gone, and he still wasn't back. Who would he blame things on? <laughs> who would he send people? What does he say? I'll tell my father. <laughs> my father will hear about this. <laughs> yeah, who would he tell people about his problems? His father won't hear about this for two days. <laughs> How will his father hear about his minute disturbances? <laughs> That's what I was trying to go for. <laughs> yeah. Where could he be, he thought. His mother was worried, very worried, which made her even sicker than she already was. The sound of a horse neighing frightfully snapped him out of his thought. Father, he yelled, running out the front door. 
his dismay, he only saw the family horse, Ares, bucking wildly. Now, was Ares ever in the Harry Potter series? Was that actually Draco's owl? Not that it's a big deal, but Philippe, I did win a contest back in high school for guessing the name of the horse in Beauty and the Beast was Philippe. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were calling our author Philippe. You're like, now Philippe? Now Philippe? (laughs) I got a bone to pick with you. (laughs) It was at a county fair. It was uh, one of those big wheels you spin. And I landed on a Q&A and that was the question. It's so random. Yeah, I remember that now, but I don't think I would have pulled that out. I was trying to Google it. I can't, I can't <laughs> <Okay>. Nothing. <sighs> calm down, boy. Draco Coon gently attempting to calm it down. I just said it so aggressively. <laughs> calm down, you shithead. Calm down. <laughs> calm down, boy. Draco Coon gently attempting to calm it down. Calm down, boy. Draco Coon gently attempting to calm it down. <laughs> attempting to get a record deal. Now calm down, boy. <laughs> Soon it stopped bucking, but was still neighing worriedly. Where's father? Draco asked, a sick feeling crawling into his gut. The horse nudged its head as if it wanted to take Draco somewhere. Merlin, he muttered. Whatever happened was not good. Draco ran inside the house to fasten his cloak and was met by his pale mother in the kitchen. She was leaning heavily on the wall, clutching the windowsill to support herself. What happened? She asked fearfully. Draco could only shake his head sadly. Father's in trouble. I need to go find him. I'll ask Mr. Dumbledore to stay with you for the time being. Uh-oh. Part two of the fic. <laughs> Daddy. No, it's too dangerous, his mother shook her head. Please, my dear. I'm sorry, mother, Draco said regretfully. He ignored her pleas as he ran out the door. He mounted the horse quickly and galloped away. He stopped at the library to leave a note for Mr. Dumbledore. There wasn't any time to chat. Once he was done, he let the horse gallop away. <laughs> and out. <laughs> That's my favorite sound effect I can make. (laughs) An hour later, he was deep in the thick forest that blocked most of the sunlight from the kissing the ground. Wait, this is really good. Listen to this. (laughs) That is good. That's good. Very cool. (laughs) We upgraded this year in our sound effects. Oh, my hands hurt. (laughs) It was also chilly and there were distant howls of wolves in the distance. Allie. He was still going at full speed, anxious to get to his father before anything drastic happened. Soon, the horse slowed to a stop. Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) Refusing to go any further. Yeah, that's when you pull the bit back. (laughs) Yeah. Refusing to go any further. Draco sighed. moving. (laughs) (laughs) No. Draco sighed and got down from the horse. Before he could stop it, Ares ran off, leaving behind. Fucker. Wow. Loyal. <laughs> hey, Ares, you brought me here. <laughs> Thanks, Ares. He sighed again. Things were not going well. He looked around and something caught his eye. There was a castle turret sticking up from the top of the trees. Draco made his way towards it. A few minutes later, he gasped. There was a gigantic palace right before his eyes. It had a massive garden in front of it, complete with dried up water fountains and overgrown hedges. Draco cautiously made his way towards the front door of the palace. It was gigantic, and it took all his strength to open just one of the doors. Inside was a large dining room with other rooms to the side of it and a grand staircase leading to the second floor. I remember thinking this when I watched Beauty and the Beast. How has no one stumbled across this castle? I mean, if it's an hour out of town and there's nothing like that they, in market, like, don't people pretty much... Just stay in? Yeah, I guess. Unless they went foraging or... It's a, it is a little town with... A quiet village. It's a okay, quiet village. It is a quiet... 
I also wonder if they're that they're all like that same age. I guess do we know how long they were enchanted? It must be long enough that it's only three years oh, per this story. Did you think people would be like, I knew him? <laughs> I went to high school with him. He, we used to live up there, and then I sent him an invite for the reunion, <laughs> and he Harry, hasn't responded. I, I fought alongside him in the Battle of Gryffindoria. <laughs> like, like, he used to come guy? up on my Bumble all the time, and then nothing. I sent my range for five miles. What's up? <laughs> Um, fun fact, I, I got to see the um, woman that wrote Beauty and the Beast, and I guess she like obviously wanted Belle to have uh, books, uh, you know, reading to be part of her passions, and the producers were like, reading isn't a very exciting thing to watch in movies. And so then she was like, fine, I'll have her walk and read. And that's how the <gasps> scene where she like walks through town and is reading came about. <sighs> Really? I don't know what it was going to be before because watching somebody sit and read is boring, but love that she stuck to her her guns and had her walk they around. They were like, imagine what it, someone looks like when they're on their phone texting running errands. That's what she's going to do, but with a book. Yeah. <laughs> she's just going to be like, Whoop, like stepping over puddles. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Father, he yelled. He didn't care about himself anymore. If his father was here, he needed to save him. Father, are you here? Please answer me. Draco shouted desperately. <laughs> to his relief, he heard a muffled voice coming from upstairs. Draco rushed up the stairs, taking them two at a time. Father, he yelled. There was another staircase leading to another floor. As he kept on going higher, he kept on getting closer to his father. They're all like moving. As he kept getting higher, his cries were, Father! Father! <laughs> father! <laughs> Till he hit that perfect Mariah Carey note. And then his dad's like, what? I'm right here. <laughs> hey, I'm behind you. <laughs> also, like, could you imagine how hard this would be with moving staircases? Oh, very, yeah. Very difficult. You'd never get to yeah. the top. Finally, after the fourth set of stairs, he heard his father's voice almost clearly. Leave. Please, now, his father begged. His voice was coming from a tiny set of stone stairs hidden in a corner. Draco ran in a tiny staircase under the cupboard. A tiny <laughs> cupboard under the staircase. Draco ran up them until he got to the top. Father, he yelled, seeing his father in a tiny cell separated from him by a grid of iron bars. His father was very disheveled. Draco ran up to him and clutched his hands through the holes in the matrix. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. crossover. <laughs> what, what happened to him? He entered another dimension. Hello? Draco, the red pill or the blue pill? <laughs> what happened to you, he begged. Please leave now, Draco. He'll be back any minute. Who? Me. Draco spun around and almost fainted. There was a terrifying creature behind him. It was extremely tall, and it had claws and horns on its head and cow hooves. The worst part was that it still looked human, albeit in a demonic way. What if it described Harry? It was demonic, hair disheveled, a scar on its face. (laughs) (laughs) A nose like its mother. A Nimbus 2000. (laughs) Brand new robes. Those were nice. (laughs) What do you want? Draco asked bravely. The monster laughed, its deep metallic voice booming around the castle. Your old man here was trespassing, it said, almost (laughs) curiously. And so are you. Draco blanched. Please, let him go. He didn't have anywhere to stay. Please, he begged. I thought you were going to do your Blanche Devereaux impression. (laughs) (laughs) Please let him go. Draco turned into a golden girl. 
Please. Please, let him go. Gross. He didn't have anywhere to stay. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like our Blanche is like a Samantha Jones, uh, yeah, which, yeah. which works. <laughs> you guys, how quickly is this going to turn sexy? Please let him go. Tie me up instead. <laughs> I think that's where this is going. <laughs> As Dumbledore pounds out his mom back in town. Yeah. <laughs> she was feeling better. <laughs> yeah. He begged, clutching his father's hand while looking up at the beast pleadingly. It seemed to consider Draco's offer. Fine, but you must take his place, it growled. Yes, said Draco without even hesitating. His father looked at him pleadingly. Draco, no, please don't, he begged. I'm sorry, father. I can't let you stay here, Draco replied. The beast nodded in satisfaction. It walked up to the bars and yanked them open. He dragged his father out by his collar and tossed him out. Draco, please. His father had tears in his eyes, and Draco couldn't bring himself to look at them. He allowed the beast to push him into the cell and lock the door. Then it walked away, half-dragging his father with it. Once they were gone, Draco put his head in his hands and cried. <gasps> oh, beep, boop, boop, beep. Draco- I, I knew the dude, dude says, beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. Yeah, there oh, we go. Oh, that is good. No Kia. <laughs> Draco woke up in a large bed. He stretched before sitting up. Where am I? He wondered for a moment. Then the events of the previous day came rushing back to him. He jumped out of bed and scrambled away from it. Who had put him there? Relax, boy. Draco spun around but didn't see anyone there. Who's there? He asked warily. It's just me. Draco spun around and realized that the wardrobe was moving. Yes, me, the wardrobe, it said, exasperated. Like, okay, wardrobe, give me a freaking second. Like, it's me. Like, no, come on. Draco raised a hand to his head to check his head for any injuries. The wardrobe was talking. No, you aren't injured, the wardrobe puffed. Draco noticed that it had a distinctly feminine voice. (laughs) Yes, yes. What are you? He asked cautiously. A wardrobe, obviously. And whatever you're asking for my name, it's Pansy. (laughs) (laughs) The wardrobe replied, I saw it was coming up. So that first part, the wardrobe, there's only one wardrobe and it's Pansy. (laughs) This is great. The wardrobe replied disdainfully. Draco wondered how a wardrobe could sound disdainful. (laughs) And nasally. (laughs) Everything else in this castle alive? Draco asked. No, just certain things, the wardrobe pansy replied. You guys, this is like this is like when Harry first turns 11 and discovers the wizarding world. This is Draco being like, is everything alive? No, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. him getting magic. I'm trying to think of like parcel tongue, but just for stuff. <laughs> Furniture tongue. I mean, it's like slughorn or uh, moving pictures, right? Yeah. Things are alive that you don't expect. The wardrobe, Pansy, replied. She walked towards him on her stumpy wooden legs, making him (laughs) yelp and scramble away. You can walk? He asked incredulously. (gasps) Obviously. I love how the walking was more jarring than it being fully alive. (laughs) Like, at that point, she should be able to, Tap dance. Right. (laughs) Okay, you can talk. You can literally do anything then. Draco looked up and saw that she had eyes and a mouth carved into the top of the dresser and huge dresser boobs. How did I? (laughs) Quit looking at my drawers. (laughs) Or my chest. (laughs) (laughs) How did I get here? Draco asked curiously. 
Harry carried you here, Pansy replied. <laughs> Did someone say Harry carried? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Carey Anne's ever done. If the and, moon was made out of cheese, yeah, would you there eat it is. <laughs> Somebody say Harry Carey. For, for literally everybody who listens to the podcast, Harry Carey was a famous Chicago Cubs baseball announcer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, we can't get niche on Chicago jokes. Oh, yes, we can. Oh, yeah. Who's Harry? The beast. Him? His name is Harry? Just like, oh, oh, Draco trailed off. Suddenly, he put the puzzle pieces together. The beast was obviously the crown prince Harry under a curse. Obviously. And everyone <laughs> in the ball had turned into objects. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> Welcome to the plot, Jacob. <laughs> Merlin, he cursed. He needed to leave. Now. He ran to the door and tried to open it, but it was locked. Fuck. Draco murmured. Oh, there we go. See, that would not oh. be in the original. Fuck. Draco murmured. He ran to the window and looked down. It was too high up to try to climb down. Yeah, you're stuck here, Pansy added. (laughs) You're not helping, he glared. Before she could reply, he heard a knock on the door. You shall come down for breakfast today. (laughs) (laughs) In a half hour. (laughs) You guys, I'm going to have to lay down after this. (laughs) You have to move away from the microphone when you do the beast voice. It's so you're going to be Susan's peaking gonna, like gonna kill a maniac. <laughs> Is Harry as beast your cardio right now? <laughs> this is a workout for the whole week. You shall, you shall come down for breakfast in a half hour. I can see it peaking. Draco recognized the chilling voice. It was the beast himself. No, Draco replied. He wasn't going to give in to this monster. Yes, you will. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't, Harry, he sneered. Don't say my name, it roared. Oh, he he must not be named. Say my name. Fuck off, Draco shouted back. Fine then, you won't get any food till you come down, it bellowed. Draco heard it stomp off angrily with its horse hooves. Heard him clomp away. Clomp down the steps. (laughs) Stupid Ponce, Draco muttered. That wasn't a good idea. You know, Pansy piped in. Shut up, replied Draco. Half an hour later, Draco heard a knock on the door. Before he could speak, the beast spoke up. I'm sorry for being rude, it huffed. Would you please come down for breakfast? Draco heard some (laughs) muffled voices on the other side of the door. Perhaps they were just some more household objects. The beast was working on impressions in the hour that he was away. Would you please come down for dinner? Would you please come get breakfast? Total. And then he comes back 10 minutes in and he's like, would you please get down for breakfast? And you're like, it's still you, beast. I can tell there's not that many people I've met not so far. Who else is in here? <laughs> Draco heard some muffled voices on the other side of the door. Perhaps they were just some more household objects. Perhaps he was just running mad. Who knew? No, Draco sniffed. He wasn't going to give in just because it asked nicely. He heard more muffled voices. Please, the beast grumbled. No, I give up. It growled before it could leave. Pansy spoke up, hobbling towards the door. 
Harry, don't listen to him. He'll be down in 30 <laughs> minutes. I'll make sure of it. What? No, Draco said angrily. Yes, you will. I'm going to smack you with my cupboard doors, Pansy threatened. <laughs> Although she was a wardrobe, her voice was deadly. <laughs> deadly. Yes. <laughs> Kill me, yeah. Draco said. <laughs> I have to listen to this. <laughs> Friggin' Fran Dresser over here. <laughs> Fran Snarled. Thank you. Uh, thank you, the beast said. Draco's side as he heard the clops of his hooves become fainter and fainter. Firstly, firstly, we need you. <laughs> You're going to be so tired at the end of this episode. <laughs> You're working too hard. You're working too hard, man. He's like a one-man band right now. He's to do it all. He's narrator. This is a one-act play by one man. Firstly, we need you to dress up. You certainly can't wear that, Pansy grimaced. Why not, Draco asked. Sure, his tunic and trousers were simple, but it was just breakfast. Because I said so, Bansy said smugly. Well, I'm wearing this and you can't stop. Ow! Draco yelped as Pansy smacked his head with one of her cupboard doors. I told you that I would smack you, she grinned. Hmm, Draco sniffed, rubbing the back of his head. Anyways, let's get you dressed up, Pansy squealed before he could react. She shuffled towards him and threw all the dresser drawers open. There were a lot of options to choose from. There were great billowing cloaks, shirts made with the finest fabrics, trousers that were as soft as rabbit down, regal suits, jock straps, <laughs> everything made of the most expensive fabrics. Whips and chains, handcuffs. <laughs> Draco had never seen some of the types of clothes in there. Trying wow. this. A coat on a hanger zipped towards him. It was a deep red color with golden linings on the cuffs. Before he could take it off the hanger, Pansy muttered, no, clashes with the skin tone and pushed forward a different suit. This one was royal purple jacket, complete with a cream-colored shirt and purple trousers, fitting for Prince. Just Prince. <laughs> Poor Prince. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Just Prince. <laughs> Fit for Prince. <laughs> oh, it's actually the candlestick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he happened to be performing here three years ago. Really bad timing. <laughs> like god damn it <laughs> hold it up in front of you pansy demanded once he did pansy snatched it back with the knob of the dresser drawer too dark for you try this one she pushed forward an emerald green long sleeve jacket and black leather trousers oh 
once he did, Draco had to admit it was beautiful. The shirt and buttoned all the way down to his waist where it split into a V and ran down open to his calves, exposing his legs. The trousers hugged his legs perfectly and the black lace boots pansy had given him completed the look rather well. Black lace. The black cloth. It's here. Enchanted. Now they're boots. (laughs) Now they're shoelaces. (laughs) This looks nice, Draco smiled, looking at himself in the standing mirror. The fabric felt wonderful against his skin, for he was used to wearing simple cotton and wool shirts. This is like when you're at a when you're at a bad wedding and you're like, Well, at least I look nice. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll eat. Yes, it does, Pansy smiled. Now hurry up and brush your hair. He'll be here any second now. The mention of the bees dampened Draco's mood a bit. However, he didn't let it show. He was grateful to Pansy and he didn't want her to see him sad. He quickly brushed his platinum hair back and plaited it into a Dutch braid. It was long enough to brush his shoulders now and his mother had taught him how to braid a few months so he could keep it out of the way. (laughs) Super sexy Draco with long hair like that. I love it. Draco with a long French braid? Just like his dad, I guess, because doesn't Lucius have long hair? Yeah. As he smoothed his hair over, he heard a knock on the door. As it opened, he steeled himself and stood up to face the beast. Surprisingly, it had cleaned up well. Its horns and calves were gleaming and its claws were trimmed. <laughs> it's got a calf kink. <laughs> calf kink alert. <laughs> you mentioned the calf one too many times. The gleaming calves. My friend Susie, when she was looking for a boyfriend, she said, I want him to tip well and have big calves. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay, good luck. Wow. Those don't typically go hand in hand. So, <laughs> Allie, that's like bad boy, but not too bad boy. Not too bad. <laughs> Our friend once said that. That was her kind of guy. Bad calves, but he tips like hell. <laughs> <laughs> he could fall over at any minute, but he <laughs> throws down a hundo. <laughs> it was wearing a midnight blue cloak over a white shirt, which was partially unbuttoned, showing Draco its hairy human chest and matching blue trousers. Its hair, however, was still a tangled mess that made it look out of odds with its outfits. It looked almost human, minus the hooves and claws and horns and teeth. (laughs) Just small things, not red flags. (laughs) Good morning, it rumbled. Draco noticed that it was over a foot taller than him. Draco was a respectable five foot seven, but the beast was gigantic at six foot seven. (laughs) (laughs) Math. Good morning, Draco mumbled, looking away from its piercing green eyes. They were cold and calculating and made him shiver. May I? It asked, extending its arm out. Swallowing his fear, Draco walked up to it and slid his arm into the crook of its arm. The arm was solid and muscular compared to Draco's slim one. It led Draco away from his room, down three flights of stairs, and into the large dining room Draco had seen when he first arrived. The table was laden with enough food for a small army. Draco had never seen so much food at one place in his whole life. However, instead of going there, the beast led Draco into another room beside it. This room was also a dining room, albeit a smaller one. The table was not as long as the first one, and it was bare. The end. Undressed. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, ready? When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your wand up or down? down. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
my wand is up. I had a lot of fun this episode. You guys, I need to lay down. Uh, I got so excited that Pansy was here that I um, it felt so good to be back in my uh, nasal voice. So um, I had a blast, and it's and it is so fun to like have Pansy's personality with the cupboard, you know, Harry the Beast. So my wand's up. I have to say, I was shocked that Pansy was the armor. What a treat. We had no idea she was going to be in here. I know. This is great. What wishful thinking. Well, like, it makes sense because she would help him, right? Like, they're pals. Yeah. That's sort of cute. My wand is also up. I just love where the story's heading. Obviously, we, we know kind of the arc of the plot, but I love what characters have become the characters in Beauty and the Beast. And uh, I laughed so hard. Oh, my God, Danny, When you said Fran Dresser, I think I almost barfed. That's... <laughs> Like the best thing that's happened in a really, really long time. Oh, wow. So good. (laughs) Yeah, my wand is up just for the pure fun of all of this. I think it's a riot. I can't wait to see who's going to serve all the food. And I want them to start some dialogue. I need some angst. I need some like – I want flirting. Yeah, I want flirting. I want tension. And then I want them to get undressed. But I'm wand is up. This is fantastic. Harry Beast. I have a feeling like the rose that the petals, the petals here will fall as the clothing does. Yes. So we got to, we got to ground ourselves Mm -hmm. before we get on the ground. Agree. Yes. Well, I guess uh, we have nothing left to leave you with other than go become a dong so you can join our Valendong day live show. (laughs) You don't have to wait until February 11th to become a dong. If you become a dong, when this episode airs, you'll have two weeks of content then the live show, mm. then two more weeks to enjoy, and then you can stay on as long as you want. So anyway, if that helps motivate you, you can time it accordingly so that, that it can happen right in the middle of your membership. <laughs> Perfect. A member and ships. That really is the mm. crux of what's going mm-hmm. on here. I love it. Yep. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe and if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.